everybody. Welcome to the Stop Stalling Podcast, episode 18. This is probably going to be our last uh, podcast for a little while because it is the last, well, I didn't say that very well. The season is over, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. And uh, it is. It's a little sad, but I'm kind of fired up. It is sad, but you're not going to cry on the podcast, are you? No, I cried uh, all day Sunday. You probably did. Um. Don't cry, Kurt. It'll be okay, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I just finished watching the... Uh, it's called Keegan 2.0. Uh, Funky 2.0. It's about Keegan O'Toole. And, uh, you know, because Ben Askren was the original Funky. And mm-hmm. he was a he was a huge influence on Keegan. You know, they're both from Wisconsin. And he wrestled at his Askren Wrestling Academy. And have you seen the, 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 it's not a documentary. I wouldn't call it that. It's only 30 minutes long, but I mean, I guess it's a mini documentary about Keegan O'Toole. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. Dude, it's great. And if I had seen that before NCAs, I probably would not have picked against Keegan. Um, I mean, I knew how good he was and I know how good he is. And, um, and I love David Carr as well. It's not like I like him more than David or anything, but. He's just a different breed of cat, Keegan O'Toole. And uh, it was awesome, and it fired me up, and it made me... um, I wish you'd seen it so we could talk more about it, but the gist of it is that when Keegan was little, he put too much pressure on himself, or he got to a point where it wasn't fun for him anymore, even though he was like a very dominant kids wrestler. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I grew up that way, like being about winning, and instead of just getting better and... And then when he went to the uh, Askren Wrestling Academy, they just focused on getting better rather than, you know, necessarily winning and all that. Uh-huh. So I took that from it. And I also took from it like he was talking about uh, folk style and how the foreigners don't know folk style. So there's a lot of things in freestyle that you can do that they don't know how to defend because they don't know shit about folk style. Uh-huh. And so this we've talked about this before, but the argument that America needs to just focus on freestyle and the Olympic styles and Greco. And I think that's bullshit. I think folk style is the best overall wrestling that you can teach a kid because it teaches you how to get out from bottom, how to, mm-hmm. how to get, you know, if you get into a fist fight and some kid can hold you down, he's going to continue to pound your face in. But mm-hmm. if you know how to get off the bottom, there's not going to be a referee in a fight that's like, okay, you've been, you, you had 10 seconds to turn him or whatever, or beat his face in, and now you got to get back up. Mm-hmm. That's not life. You know, <laughs> wrestling folk style is, teaches you that beyond anything. Like, you know, if you get into a fight, I heard Ben Askren say that once, you know, he's like, it's the best style there is for learning how to beat people up, <laughs> you know? And, oh, yeah. and, uh, yeah. And, 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 there's there's nothing harder than folk style wrestling as far as like you know anyway i just think i think i hope they never get on board with that idea i hope folk style is always a thing um and the tournament dude that's the main thing we need to talk about today but um you know and david taylor does that stuff he bar arms people and chicken wings them and the foreigners are like what the hell is this guy doing i don't know how to defend this and Mm -hmm. And that's what Keegan was talking about. He was like, I slapped a cradle on this foreigner. They don't know folk style. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, I love it. And That's interesting. Yeah, I, I'd like to watch that. 
Oh, dude, it's awesome. It was it was really good. Um, almost made me tear up a couple times just thinking about it because I have a little boy now and. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I am kind of a puss. I'm, I'm, just I'm, I'm, that I'm wasn't even me. That was uh, my computer is making a weird sound. Lies. It's all right. I am kind of a puss. I'm a crier, dude. I always have been. Well, not not always, but as I've gotten older, I've become all sentimental and yeah, I can tear up about yeah. a lot of things. I te- I cry about you all the time, Kurt. You what do? Lo- yeah. What a, what a loser you are. It really bothers me. <laughs> Ah, it's just a joke, buddy. You're not a loser. Bother me that much. <laughs> You're not a loser. You're one of the best people I know. Um, so let's talk about it, dude. NCAA wrestling tournament. How freaking great was this Man, tournament? That's got to be up there with one of the best, right? I mean, I I didn't watch wrestling for a long time up until whatever 2017, but man, that was awesome. Well, just, it's only like, it's only been getting to the end, man. Yeah. The how many upsets were there in the first round? And I was gonna say this real quick is that up until the last five, ten years, you haven't been able to watch the NCAA tournament. You could see the finals yeah. on ESPN. Um, you know, back in the day they would cut, they would you could only watch like a portion of the finals. I mean, the mm-hmm. wrestling has never gotten the respect it deserves. Um and up until recently, they still kind of butcher it on the in, you know on the ESPN. They don't show you. There's a ton of great matches they don't show yeah. you, and a lot of times they'll they'll show you the third period or whatever. Um, but you know, it's still come a long way, and and uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm all fired up now after watching the Keegan <laughs> thing, and and uh, and I just got to watch the NCAA finals. Like we went to Disney World and and or Disneyland, and I. I recorded everything, so I wasn't even able to talk shit with you during the tournament because mm-hmm. I, I was seeing everything so much later. And like some people would text me and they'd be like, "Dude, these matches!" I'm like, "Shit, shit, shit, shut up!" Yeah, I don't, don't want to know. I felt bad because I texted you Thursday morning, so I thought you were watching. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Um, yeah, about uh, Cody Fippen, he had himself a great tournament. He had a great um, tournament, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, Air, him and Hendrickson both for Air Force. They both had, uh, I think, five pins combined. Yeah, and didn't uh, didn't Cody Fippen have two top ten pins? Yeah, he pinned Ragason and was it Cannon? I don't know. I don't think it was Cannon. I got my bracket right here. It may have been Cannon. I don't know. That was one. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Ragason and Cannon. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he could have placed. And I, I think it's a he was close, man. I think it sucks that he only got one crack at the national tournament. Um, yeah, does he not have another year left or no? If he does, I don't think he's taking it. But yeah, um, I mean, he's going to the he's going to flight school now, and and oh, I, yeah. I imagine that's a pretty arduous thing to do. For sure. Um, so, but what a great career and, you know, from the time he was a kid through high school and, and, uh, you know, getting a top notch education, you know, that's what Cody or excuse me, uh, Travis's dad talked about on my podcast was how difficult a uh, school it is. Oh yeah. Um, I had a friend who played soccer there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, so how do you want to do this? Do you just want to go through the whole uh first of all, I got 58 out of out of 80 
uh, all Americans. How many? Yeah, did you get? I got sixty. How many uh, champs did you get total? I think I only got four. Oh, really? Yeah, I got five. Well, I guess you're better than me. <laughs> I mean, statistically, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 I completely crapped the bed on a couple of a couple of uh, weight classes, but um, a couple I did pretty well on. But anyway, I, I have a little boy who is God, I love him, but man, he is just nonstop um, from the moment he wakes up. Until the time he goes to bed, he just like serve me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I don't have as much time to sit around and fill out brackets as I used to. Yeah, um, I hear you, man. Yeah, and with eight matches going on all at once, it's so hard to focus on the matches you want to focus on too. Yeah, <laughs> especially for me, like I just it's so hard. Like as an Iowa fan, I try to focus on uh, all the Iowa matches, and but. Then there's like an awesome match going on over here. You're trying to watch that. and It's just impossible. Yeah. Um, I wrote down a few of the most compelling stories, and you might have some others to add to it. Um, so maybe we should just go through the weight classes first. Yeah. Um, and then um, – and, and in the first, uh, the first weight class, obviously, one of the most compelling uh, storylines of the tournament – uh, Spencer Lee, as a huge Hawkeye fan, what did what were your what, what was your take on the whole Spencer Lee losing and then defaulting out? Man, I uh, I didn't feel good watching that. <laughs> yeah, I bet that was hard. Uh, yeah, I couldn't even focus on the next matches after that, and it was, it was so hard. Uh, and there are some really good ones, you know. Um, I think it was Vito versus Fix was like right after that. And, uh, man, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of rumors about him defaulting out. Like if he was hurt or not, like I have no idea, you know? Um, I mean, if I was probably going for four and I lost in the semifinals, I'd probably, I'd probably just leave the arena. (laughs) He did come back. I know he left the arena, but he came back to watch his teammates and stuff. But, (laughs) I don't know yeah. how you react in a situation like that. Like you're going for four, you lose in the semifinals. Um, I mean, it's hard to say because I never, I, I never was near that good to do that. Um, but I, I want to hear more of your take on it. Like how, how did it make you feel like, like, did you feel like tearing up? I mean, as a Hawkeye fan and somebody, yeah, I mean, I mean, the whole history of the program, we've never had a four-timer. We've had, you know, a decent amount of three-timers. And uh, I don't know. I, I just thought it would be cool to have a four-timer. And, uh, like, I don't know if he's the greatest Hawkeye of all time, but that, uh, I mean, being a four-timer, you know, definitely would have put him at the top, I would imagine. But, yeah, man, just uh, I couldn't believe it was happening. Yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> and I was just like, man. And like I said, I couldn't even focus on the next matches. And yeah. uh, I don't know. It, it was a lot to take in. It's like, what is going on right now? You know? Yeah. And uh, I feel like you might be on the verge of tears right now. A little bit. Yeah. It's okay. I if didn't you cry are. that night, but I was close. <laughs> <laughs> and then they showed his mom. I thought that was shitty that they did that, but. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, I don't, I haven't, I, a good thing about not being, um, watching it as everyone else was. And I had to stay off of social media was I realized how much happier I am not on social media. It's yeah. just a freaking cesspool. And oh, I've done it. I've done a great job lately last month or so of getting up and like, praying and doing positive things before mm -hmm. I allow myself onto any of that crap. And, and yeah. I, I, when I, especially when I have my boy, I don't, cause I usually watch him on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and he goes to this class on Tuesday, Thursday. But, um, so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I don't get on it much at all, especially during when he's awake. Cause I just try to keep my phone away from him as much as mm -hmm. possible. Um, but I'm so much happier not on social media. And then when I get on there and I see people arguing and, uh, you yeah. know, Spencer's a piece of crap. No, he's not. And here's why. And all that stuff. And I'm reading it and I realize 40 minutes have gone by and I'm like, dude, what are you doing right now? Like you could, yeah. <laughs> you could have read something positive or done yeah. something for your career or tried to write a joke or, you know, social mm -hmm. media, social media just sucks in so yeah. many ways. And I feel like it's so bad for the youth of this country. And anyway, this is a wrestling podcast. So let's keep talking about that. But, um, but there's so, a, there's a lot of social media involved in wrestling too. There's you know, uh, you know, everyone who hates Iowa is gonna shit on Spencer Lee, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, well, not right. everyone. Right. I mean, I, I saw some, I saw some really nice posts about him, like from wrestling fans who didn't root for Iowa. So I shouldn't yeah. say everybody. Yeah. Um, are you, are you done with your take on it? Like I, I wanted to get your whole opinion on all of it as being a huge Hawkeye fan and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's funny. Cause like, you know, the older I get, the less that it affects my life when a Hawkeye loses. <laughs> like when I was younger, like if they lost a football game or something, like my whole day was ruined. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like when they lost to Tulsa in 1997. That one still <laughs> bugs me, but. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I don't know. I It's like not everybody's going to go undefeated. You know, I was not going to win every single football game or wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's right. I don't know. It's, it's entertainment and you'd like for him to win. And, uh, you know, obviously you, you, uh, you know how much hard work he's put in his entire life. So, you know, that's kind of heartbreaking and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, he's going to move on. I'm going to move on. He's going to do good things. You know, as long as he's healthy, I think he can win a gold medal. So have, have I ever mentioned to you that I went undefeated my senior year of high school? A couple times, yeah. 30 for 30, baby. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I'll be honest with you. When I first when he first got when he first lost, I was like, all right, he's not he's not gonna wrestle tomorrow. He's not gonna wrestle back for third. Because I've I know I don't know him at all. Um but I I I, I just feel like he's an all or nothing kind of guy, you know. Mm -hmm. And seeing his mom react the way she did, maybe she instilled that in him. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, I mean, man, she looked not just like sad that her boy lost, but just like, I mean, obviously what she did to her glasses, but um, 
an intense lady. I mean, mm-hmm. I've never seen that reaction. You know, I saw some people being like, I'm a mom and I would feel the same way. I'm like, eh, I've been around wrestling a long time. I ain't mm-hmm. never seen a mama act like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first reaction when he defaulted out and all that, I'll be completely honest. I was not uh, positive towards what he did. Mm-hmm. And the more I've thought, you know, I thought maybe I thought, he, you know, I thought I was a let down to his team. I thought he kind of let down young wrestlers who look up to him and and selfishly as a fan i wanted to see him wrestle two more matches yeah and he could have got his hundred wins if he would have yeah and 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 they always talk about especially in iowa getting the next best thing if you don't win and Mm -hmm. and you get beat before the finals especially and and i know i i know on a much smaller level how hard it is to come back and get third um you know, I've been undefeated going into state and, and I've lost in the state finals undefeated. I've lost in the state quarterfinals undefeated. And and I did come back one year and get third. And, and I, I remember not wanting to. I remember I had like a knee injury and I walked around on it super hard and I was kind of hoping it would swell up. So I had an excuse to not wrestle the next day. But I did get third and I again not comparing eighth grade state to ncas but i know how satisfying it is to come back and get third it feels better than getting second does um so i wanted that for him as well as a you know as a wrestling fan like here's a guy who put everything into it Mm -hmm. and you know was so one of the most dominant wrestlers there's ever been and I just wanted to see him close out his career on a positive note. And I feel like without knowing him at all, that he is going to regret that someday that he didn't just suck it up and wrestle two more matches. And then the more I thought about it, you know, as a Christian and someone who's trying to be a better Christian all the time, it is not my place to judge him because I don't know. I don't know if he's injured. I don't know if he, um, you know, if he's if he, I read some comment that said he may have retorn his ACL a couple weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, I read that too against Minnesota, maybe. Yeah, and I I don't know if that's true, um, and and that's the whole point is I don't know, mm-hmm. and I also can only imagine how someone as intense as he is, and somebody who wanted to be the first Iowa four timer and all that, um, so so. I'm struggling to put this into words. Like it, I can't imagine how disappointed he was. Um, and I, I, one of the commentators, Quint Kessnick or something said something about going back there and never seeing a wrestler that broken after losing. Um, so if, if he is injured and he thought to himself, well, then the next best thing for me, or maybe the best thing, whatever, is that I want to be an Olympic champion someday. And if, if I am injured, if I go out there to get third and make it worse, am I ever going to be able to do that? Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't come this far to not do that. And I mean, I think I think he's even better in freestyle yeah. than he than he is in folk style. Um, so I say all that to say it's not my place to judge him. I cannot imagine how he felt mm-hmm. um, if he is injured. You know, for him. There ain't no difference between sixth and third, and and uh, you know, 
whatever. It's not my place to judge him. I hope for the best for him. Um, I hope he continues to wrestle and he's not hurt to the point where he can't. Um, and, and that, you know, I, I saw people comment, people that I respect, Rick Williams and Matt and Franco, who did wrestle Division One and know how hard it is and were much better than I was in wrestling. Um, you know, and people who know what it's like to wrestle on that level, how freaking hard it is, you know, their opinions on it kind of swayed me a little bit. Like, who are you to sit on your recliner and be like, ah, you, what we, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've certainly quit in certain things that I, I wish I had it back. But anyway, that's a long winded way to say, uh, you know, God bless him. And I hope it all works out for him. And I hope he continues to wrestle and, and does good things for team USA and, and, uh, you know, and, and life isn't perfect, you know, Mm -hmm. things, things happen. So, and, um, all that being said, Matt Ramos had a hell of a match and to throw Spencer again onto his back right out of the gate. Um, and kind of out wrestling the whole match. Um, Mm -hmm you know, you got to give it to Ramos to, to be able to do what he did. And, um, and what a storybook way to, to win, you know, that's the stuff they make movies about, you know, he gets, mm-hmm. he throws him to his back and maybe he would have won anyway, but gets the pin yeah. with one, one second left. And so, yeah, and I think it sucks also that we didn't get to see glory and Lee. I think that would have been a great match. And, Mm-hmm. And I, I think it sucks for Pat Glory that a lot of people were like, "Oh, the only person more disappoint, the only person happier than Ramos was was uh, Pat Glory." I didn't think that was fair. You know, I'm not. Yeah. You know, I mean, Pat Glory, Pat Glory did it. He he won an NC title and and looked really good in the finals. And uh, so anyway, taking up a lot of time on this, but um, but yeah. That's it was it was a great tournament, a great weight class is much better than I realized. One twenty five. There are some other surprise all Americans, yeah. Noto and uh, Ventresca. I didn't even know who that guy was until you brought him up. Yeah, and, and then he de- he he definitely delivered. So mm-hmm. yeah, Cardinal had a good one too. Um, after being hurt, like that's the thing about wrestling, you don't know how hurt people are. <laughs> you just kind of speculate based on the match you see him get hurt in or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, Cardinal, uh, I know he forfeited out of the Big 12 tournament, so I wasn't sure if he would even place or not, but he had a good did, tournament. Did he end up 7th or 8th? 8th. Uh, he lost to Ventresca. Okay. Yeah, I only got five of the All-Americans right, and uh, I, 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 slept yeah, I, on, I slept on Noto, Cardinale, and Ventresca. So that was three of them. Yep, same here. Um, and then Pat glory, you know, I, he, you know, arguably wanted it as much or more than anybody in the tournament. I mean, you saw how much it meant to him after he won. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good weight class, good tournament. And who do you uh, got winning 125 next year? Oh gosh. I don't know, dude. Ramos will be back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll beat him this year. Yeah, that's right. Richie Figueroa will be there too. Um, yeah, he beats uh, Ramos. Ramos three to two. Okay. Well, you know, looking forward a year, I'll, I'll I'll pick them in the finals next year. So yeah, 
but who knows what will happen between now and then. And I'm curious to see if McKee will come back and be 125 again. I guess you kind of said he almost has to to make the team, right? Well, they've well, I mean, they've got a, a freshman that's redshirting this year that's supposed to be pretty good. I don't think he's better than McKee. But, uh, but I was that, guy, if, uh, that, that guy can't make 25, right? Who? The new the guy freshman? coming. Yeah. Yeah, he's a 125. Oh, he is. I think he, yeah. Yeah, if he went 25 and McKee went 33, Nagao would have to go to 41. I'm not sure. Yeah. If he would or not. Well, you want to move on to 133? Speaking of 133. Yeah, 133 was awesome. I got all eight All Americans uh, for 133. Oh, really? Yeah. Not the order that I picked, but. Yeah. Um, I didn't get all eight in any of the weight classes. Oh, no, you know what? I'm wrong. I'm lying about that. I got seven. I got seven of eight. I was wrong about Lucas Bird. Uh, who did he lose to in the blood round? Um, Man. He lost to Mendez. Oh, okay. Yeah, gosh. Mendez got him three times this year, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be tough next year, boy. Yeah. I wonder if he'll stay at 33. He seems like kind of a big Actually, 33. Well, we've got Bozakis at 33 also. So I wonder if Mendez will redshirt this year and let Bozakis wrestle. And then once Sasso's done, I wonder if D'Amelio would bump up to 49 and go Mendez 141, possibly. I don't know. I was thinking Mendez. Yeah. Bozakis go 41. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good problem to have. Ohio State had themselves a hell of a tournament. Um, yeah. I was going to talk about that a little bit later, but yeah. Um, so let's just stick with 133 while we're while we're still on it. But yeah, I was right. I was wrong about Bird, but I got all the other All-Americans. Um, and Dayton Fix, um, I, I did not – for him, I, he, you know, he picked a, the worst possible time to have – maybe the worst I've ever seen him wrestle. And mm-hmm. I hope that doesn't sound like I'm knocking David Dayton fix because I, I just love that dude. I think he's a great wrestler and a, a great role model and just seems like a great person. Um, and I was pulling for him to, to win, even though I like RBY a lot too. And I, I'm a big fan of a Rouge now, now too. I always knew he was good. And his dad's um, funny. <laughs> Yeah, his dad's funny, and and I think he's pretty pretty funny, and uh, and man, I guess we should talk about that first off. Um, he just looked amazing in that time. He looked unbeatable, dude. Mm-hmm. Unbeatable. Yeah. I mean, I I don't even know where to start. What what, what are your what are your thoughts on one thirty three, Curtis? Yeah. Uh... Yeah, watching him beat Fix, that was right after Spencer Lee lost, so it's kind of like, uh, you know, hard to focus on. But um, that was amazing. That was an amazing match. Uh, but, yeah, watching that, I was like, holy crap, he might beat RBY. And then watching RBY almost lose to McGee, I was like, he's going to beat RBY. <laughs> yeah. Did you change your pick? Did you think that? I didn't in- change it because we didn't have a podcast in that amount of time, but. I thought that Vito would beat him after watching that. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you know, again, I, I think Vito Ruja had the best tournament maybe of his life. And yeah. and neither Dayton Fix nor RBY looked like they normally do. Mm -hmm. um, RBY had a few close matches. I think his first round was the only match that he dominated. And, yeah. you know, he just didn't really look like himself. Um and I don't think Dayton Fix did either, but that's not to take anything away from Vito because I don't know if they could have beaten him anyway. Mm -hmm. um, holy crap, is he fast? I mean, yeah. it, watching him wrestle, I'm like, how? No knock on Sam Latona, but how did Sam Latona ever beat Vito? Uh huh. I mean, holy crap, dude! He just he just looked unbeatable. There's no other way for me to say it. Um, mm -hmm. And he. He deservedly got the outstanding wrestler of was it the tournament or the finals? Um, I'm not sure. I, I would think the the whole tournament. I mean, he he kicked everyone's ass. He kicked yeah. everyone's ass. He mm -hmm. he put it on Dayton. He put it on RBY. He scored ten points on RBY. I mean, yeah. you, you you would have to go back to what Austin did to him the first time they wrestled uh -huh. for. Uh, to find somebody that, that could put up 10 points or more against RBY. I mean, that dude is not easy to score on. Put mm -hmm. him on his back too, didn't he? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Put him on his back. He yeah. rode him. He was faster than him. Mm -hmm. That dude is going to be tough to beat. Um, I know it's a different style and everything, but man. And does Dayton come back? You think Dayton comes back to try to win a title? Um, it's hard to say. <laughs> I I could see those two going at it in the finals next year. Yeah. Well, and there's other dudes coming back at 33 also that Nagao is not going to be. I can only imagine he's just going to continue to get better. Yeah. Um, and, as well as Mendez. And uh, mm -hmm. so, yeah, as a wrestling fan, I hope Dayton comes back, but it's not a, it's, it's certainly not a gimme that he's going to win it just because uh, RBY graduated. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I think I made that pick mainly with my with my heart, just wanting to see Dayton finally break through and win it. Um, but if if Arujo has that kind of tournament again, shit. Yeah, Oklahoma <laughs> State had a really bad tournament. <laughs> they did, man. They had ten qualifiers, and what they finished like eighteenth, something like that. Yeah. I think that's worth it. Did they have 10 qualifiers? That's what I remember somebody saying. Yeah, that's right. One of the announcers uh, mentioned that. So, yeah. Uh, I didn't even listen to the broadcast. I always listened to Ironside. Yeah. What did he What did he have to say about Spencer? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, you were crying still probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i don't remember was i listening to him then yeah i had to have been you had to have been damn national semifinals. yeah yeah the only one i didn't watch live was the medal rounds uh, in the morning because i slept in but yeah i don't remember what ironside said i'd have to go back and listen it was kind of it was kind of got spoiled for me because that was the one match that i went ahead because i i signed into youtube or something and i saw it was like all the semifinal matches and they had a picture of ramos like this you know 
Mm-hmm. But he all it also I thought maybe that was from his quarterfinal match and they were just using that as a screenshot. Uh, but then I was like, well, why would they do that? And I just went ahead and watched the match and right up until whatever, 30 seconds left or whatever, I was like, all right, well now Spencer's up by three. He's probably gonna win this. And then that cement mixer just dude. Uh-huh. And then with one second left, you have to wonder if he was really pinned or if the referee was just like, I'm gonna get the biggest applause of the entire tournament. <laughs> Yeah, because I know they do that shit, dude. I've seen. Oh, dude, it. I I actually I meant to bring this up on a previous podcast because you've talked about it. I was watching. I th- I think it was the ACC finals, and Rock Harrison was one of the announcers, and he used to be a ref, and he even brought that up. He said they do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I bet they do, and they, they do. They, they did it uh, for Levi Haynes. Uh, yeah. Who did he pin? Bryce Andonian. That's right. Yeah, they did it for him. Um, and there's a few guys where I'm like, is, is did they change the rules? Is it still you're supposed to hold your opponent there for a, a two- Labriola in the finals? I think. Well, I think he was pretty stuck. Yeah, but it was pretty quick. It was quick, and, and that's what I was a couple gonna, seconds at least. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Is the rule is unless they've changed it, you're supposed to hold your opponent's shoulders down for a two count, and that's mm-hmm. a pin. It's yeah. not just as soon as you see it, you know, and they do yeah. that all the freaking time now. All it's like time. someone needs to be like, hey, guys, um, it's a two count. You don't just yeah. get pinned because the shoulders touch. And they call that shit all the time now. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst I've, I saw this year was when your boy uh, Assad got stuck in that about duel cousin, against yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, by your cousin. That was the worst I've seen. That was just right. like, come on. That guy wasn't pinned. Uh, right. This isn't freestyle. Anyway. Um, so, anyway, 133 is great weight class. Good for a veto. He had himself a great tournament. Um, moving on to 141. Um, gosh, they took a long time to, to make that freaking decision, didn't they? Dude, that review was longer than the match. That was absurd. I was yeah. like... I was like, you guys are going to give these guys a six-minute cool down and then tell them to wrestle two and a half more minutes? Um, Yeah, that was bullshit. Mm -hmm. That it took that long, and I like Real Woods a lot. I did a complete 180 on how I felt about him from the beginning of the year. I I thought it was great in the finals, um, how you could see him talking to uh, Alirez, you know, and by the way, Jim Gimmons, it's Alirez. It's not Alarez. Um, just throwing that out there. Um, but I thought it was cool that RBY said something to uh, Alirez. You know, it, like he was like joking around with him. I don't know what he said. I would love to know what he said. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the finals. Yeah. Uh-huh. He said something to him and he laughed. And, you know, he's probably like, I don't even care anymore. Let's just wrestle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that was really funny and uh, just endeared me to uh, Real Woods even more. But um, what was your impression of that match? Or just 141 in general? Uh, yeah, 141. I only have four All-Americans in that one. There are a decent amount of upsets. Um, yeah, it was a really good match. That was one of the better matches of the finals. Um some of the yeah, a lot of the finals matches weren't really close, like didn't really come down to the wire. Um, but I thought I thought that one was one of the better ones. Um, 
bummed to not have a champ for Iowa, but I like the way Real Woods wrestles, and uh, I think he's got a good shot to win it next year. Lyris is going to Olympic red shirt, so that helps too. Um, That's right. I keep forgetting that next year is 2024. Yeah. Um, yeah, what a great bracket, man. Um, 41 ended up being pretty good. Um, D'Amelio gave Real Woods a really good match um, in the uh, the Thursday night match. I didn't get um, to see that. I didn't get to see that one. Oh, really? It was good. It was good. Kind of scary. I almost thought Woods was going to lose, but he pulled it off. Swiderski had a pretty good tournament. Um, yeah, he made the round of 12, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Lost that's what champions do, man. That's what, that's what champions do. He had a you know rough season, and then to come back and make the round of 12, considering the season, he had 10 losses, 11 and 10 going into the tournament. Yeah, um, you know he's he's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. You know he are, obviously already is really good, but uh, that made me happy to see that he made the round of twelve. Yeah, um, and good for Dylan D'Amelio, you know, uh, breaking through and becoming an All American. Did he get seventh or eighth? Um, he got eighth. He lost to Phileas. Okay. Yeah. Parker Phileas is a senior. Yeah, he'll be. He's done. Yeah. Okay. I think pretty much everyone else is coming back who plays, though. So Alirez is getting Olympic redshirt, huh? That kind of yeah. Stuff. That's what I read on Twitter, and it, but everyone else is coming back: Woods, Bartlett, McNeil, Carlson should be back. Hardy, D'Amelio. Plus, there is a kid from Penn that got third last year, redshirted this year, uh, Compos- Composto or something. I don't know if you yeah. remember him. I do not. I don't know if he got third. He he placed as a freshman, so I don't That's know. Cool. It'll be a, it'll be a decent weight class. Cole Matthews didn't even place. Cole Matthews, he'll be back. Okay. Um. Yeah, I like Ryan Cole. Jack didn't place. Dude, that was a great match, and Cole kind of gave it away, man, against uh, Bartlett. Against Bartlett. He, he had him, dude. And, yeah. You know, you would think somebody as good as Cole is at match management and that kind of thing that he wouldn't have done that. But that's what makes this tournament so great is shit mm-hmm. like that happens. And, and, you know, and, and that, you know, I think lost in the round of 12 and sometimes, man, it is really hard to come back from disappointment like that. You know, you yeah. can be the best, you can be the best guy in the bracket and get knocked out when shit like that happens. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, that's, that's, I think it was the quarter, maybe the quarterfinals may have been the best round of the tournament for me. I was like fired up, dude. (laughs) I mean, yeah, there was a lot of great or Friday morning. What's that now? Those are the Friday morning ones. I think so, but I didn't get to watch it until at night. So it like made it hard to even, I was all amped up. It made it hard to get to sleep that night. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I thought the quarterfinals were great. Um, and then yeah, Lyra's and Woods had a good match, but it was too bad that they did what they did with the breaks. And that was uh, terrible. Brock Hardy wrestling through some freaking awful pain seemed like. Yeah. Um, I like Brock Hardy. You can't not like that guy if you do your yeah, dick. Yeah, it'll be really good. Yeah, good dude. Um, so yeah, I picked five of the eight All Americans there. I may have done my math wrong. I probably I probably did because I'm pretty sure I did better than you. Uh, you want to move on to 149? Yeah, 49 is good. 
We got a four timer. Yeah. Uh, Panero Johnson was probably my biggest shock, but you know the yeah. guys. The guy's a freshman, and uh, you know he's a freshman. That shit happens, but yeah, I think we talked about it. Even you know it's his first time at the tournament. You you know he could underperform, but I, I mean some other freshmen did just fine. Shane Van Ness, Caleb Hanson. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, sometimes it's just I don't know. He almost lost in the first round. Yeah, uh, against Hagen or something like that. I can't remember who it was against, but yeah, yeah Ohio kid. So I was wrong. Yeah, it was a sudden victory, I think. Yeah, it wasn't sudden victory. Um, the only ones I was wrong about were I didn't I didn't pick Blockus to place, and I did nef- definitely did not pick Rooks to place. Um, yeah, I don't Rook- think anybody had that. <laughs> yeah, but good for him. You know, it's a good story. Um, Wait, did he place? I thought Rooks placed. Did he not? Um, Hurry it up, Curtis. I can't find him on here. Uh, you suck. <laughs> I know he had a good win. Okay, he beat Henson. So he lost that. He had a great tournament, man. He was beating the crap uh, out of... Uh... the blood round to block us. Okay. Well, he was yeah. beating the, he was beating the crap out of uh, Van Ness. Van Ness did have a hell of a tournament, dude. Dude, Van Ness was yeah. He damn near lost to Maryland guy. Came back and pinned him. Uh, then he beat Panero Johnson. Then he was losing to Rooks. Came back and won that one. How bad did he beat Johnson? Uh, I don't have the score on it. It was. It's fairly close, I want to say. <clears throat> um, so Johnson made the quarterfinals, or no, he did not. That was yeah, yeah he did second round. Johnson Van Ness was second. Oh, round. Is that one of the brackets they changed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you probably don't have the updated one. I don't. Uh, so yeah, um, pretty historic. I mean. Uh, you know, Yanni again didn't. You know, it, whenever people and I guess he's dominant in the sense of he only lost two matches in his college career, so obviously that's pretty dominant to to do mm-hmm. at a D one level. But he's never been a dominant like major in tech fall and pinning machine. Um, yeah, he's had a fair amount of close matches in his career, but yeah, Max Mirren almost had him in the. He sure did. That was a damn good match. It was a damn good match. Um, Max Mirren had a good tournament. Mm-hmm. And I was very happy to see him place. Um, yeah. You know, I think he could have even placed higher than he did. Um, but six in the country is pretty good. And he, yeah, that match against Parco was really close. I, uh, yeah, had he won that one, he would have been wrestling for third. But yeah. And uh, Sammy Sasso, I, I, I really, you know, I really thought maybe he was going to knock Yanni off, but Yanni is, you know, it's one thing to have a close match with him, but it's mm-hmm. an entirely different thing to actually beat him. Yeah. He's, uh, he's just a freaking champion. What he did against Van Ness, um, Burroughs and I kind of said it at the same time, you know, like he needed a takedown. And he just got it. 
and then he yeah. put him on his he put him on his back and uh and I think I just said out loud, I was like, that's what champions do, you know? And he did. He just and then Burroughs, I think I, I think he said it like he, as soon as I said it, then Burroughs did, and I'm like, Well, I'm on the same page with the best ever. Oh well, yeah. Uh, does Burroughs have a 30 for 30? Uh, he the answer does is not. no, Tim. The, the answer is no. And I don't think he's ever won state with a broken foot. I doubt it. Did he ever win a Kansas State title? No, he no. did not. Nope. He won like in New Jersey or one of those weak states. <laughs> it's the size of like a fingernail. I can huh? win New Jersey. <laughs> New Jersey is actually pretty freaking awesome. I know you know that, Curtis, but uh, I appreciate you saying that I'm better than Jordan Burroughs. It's a good thing that I'm so much older than him. He'd have a lot of time. He'd have a hell of a time making the... All right, I'm done bullshitting. Um, okay. I think Burroughs, by the way, is a is great commentator. Yeah, he's really good. You know, a lot of, those, a lot of the guys that are super good like him aren't good at talking about wrestling and all that uh -huh. but um he does a great job mm -hmm. um so is there anything else you want to talk about as far as uh that goes i think sammy sasso will be a great pick next year to win it 49 is gonna be good next year sasso uh ridge lovett comes back austin gomez is coming back is he coming back mm -hmm. okay uh you know, and then you got the freshmen, Van Ness, Johnson, and Henson will be back. Um, and then uh, Cornell's got a true freshman coming in that's really good. And Cody Chittum for Iowa is really good. So, is he a freshman? Cody Chittum? Yeah, he'll be a freshman. He's one of the top recruits in the country. True freshman? Yeah, he'll be a true freshman. He's supposed to be a senior in high school this year, but he's training with the Hawkeye Wrestling Club instead. Do you think he um, will start as a true freshman? Yeah. You don't think they'll redshirt him? No. Cool. Well, that's good to hear. So, yeah, 49 is going to be really tough. Um, I'm still picking Sasso to win it a year in advance, um, even though Gomez is definitely going to be – and love it. And everybody you mentioned is going to be Panero Johnson. Yeah, 49 yeah, is going to be great. great. I think it's going to be one of the better weight classes next year. My sentimental pick is definitely Sasso. I would love to see him win it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So you want to move on to 157? 157. Yeah, I got seven right in this one. Pretty excited got, about that. I got six. Somehow, these are the ones that I started rushing my my brackets. So yeah. I, start, I think 57 going forward. Um, because I didn't even pick Humphreys to place. And how could I do that? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, what the hell was I thinking? I picked the feller and Scott instead of Humphreys and Cardenas, which I could see Cardenas, but not Humphreys. Come yeah. On, dude. Come on, Gaifa. Well, I mean, you don't get to see a whole lot of Lehigh matches of it, you know? So yeah. maybe, maybe that's why. But that dude was. That dude looked tough. I mean, yeah. O'Connor almost gave that away, dude. Yeah. In the semis. He's whooped on, uh, was it Frantic? Yeah, the third place match. He kicked his ass. Yeah, and Frantic's not an easy guy to score on either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would have been the blunder of the tournament had 
Oh, had yeah. O'Connor given up that stall warning and then let him go yeah. the way he did. I was like, what did you just do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember Ironside was, he was like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe the best hair in the tournament. I would love to see him not have cornrows and just let that shit flow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Rob shaved a stash. He sure did. Yeah. He's a he's a good looking kid without that stupid mustache. He's the only uh, only dude that had two tech falls in the whole tournament. There's only nine tech falls in the whole tournament. Wow. Yeah, that seems kind of low. Yeah. Um, and what a you know I like Peyton Rob a lot. I I liked. I think it was his. Uh, who did he beat? Um, maybe it was the quarterfinals. I think in the quarterfinals, whoever he beat was a freshman, right? Cardenas, yeah. Cardenas. And the first thing Peyton Rob did was console him. And I just thought that said a lot about his character. Yeah. I, you know? I guess I didn't see that. He made it into the semifinals in the national tournament. And the first thing he did is like lean down and console this freshman. And uh, I just thought that was high class. Made me a fan. Oh, cool. I, I already liked Peyton Rob. Um, I liked him mainly because he was such a good sport about us giving a shit about his mustache. Um, but th that's what started it. But then when I saw that, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh that's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah I didn't see that. I like that. Very high class act for him to do that. And I picked mm -hmm. him to get third. He ended up getting fifth. Um, and uh, Will Luon placed again, you know, you know, he's only scored 12 points the entire season. And no, I definitely scored more than that, but um, you know, the guy is good at what he does, man. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the kind of wrestler I was, and I wish that if I could go back in time, I would have just gotten better at doing that at the college level rather than trying to completely change my style and think I had to score more points. Mm -hmm. I should have just gotten better at what I did, which is not let them score on me very much and just do what I had to do to win. Cause that's what mm -hmm. I was good at. Um, so anyway, so good for Will Luan and, uh, O'Connor Haynes was a pretty good match. I think Haynes is obviously going to be good for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Even had to get Andonian. What's that? Even though he's pinned by Andonian. Oh, do you you think he got? You think he was? I don't. Pinned? I don't know. There was there wasn't a good angle, um. So it was really hard to say, but but his his pin sure was quick. Will, will Andonian be back? Yeah. Um. Not that Bryce Andonian cares, but I think he needs to grow his hair back out. Every time I saw him wrestle, I was like, "That's Andonian," because he didn't have the hair. Oh yeah, um, which is probably a good reason he got seventh. Yeah, he cut his hair way higher. It's like Samson. <laughs> uh, isn't it Samson in the Bible that cut his hair and you know, yeah, screw himself? Uh, so yeah, is there anything else you would like to say about and, and good good on O'Connor? That dude is tough as nails. Yeah, I was, so, I was so impressed with him last year to place after that knee injury he had it basically mm -hmm. he basically became an all-american on one one damn leg yeah um yeah two-time champ two-time champ it's a big deal man yeah yeah um, 57 uh should be pretty decent weight class next year yeah 
O'Connor's gone and Humphreys is gone, but Did you say Andonian you say Andonian's coming back? Yeah. I wish he would have stayed at forty nine. I think I've said that before, but Yeah. I think it's better for the team though. They have Henson coming in, so screw the team. Wrestling is not a team sport. I got a I got a news flash for you. That's from Vision Quest. He's like, I got a news bulletin for you, Otto. Wrestling is not a team sport. If you're out there with a guy who's stronger and faster than you, there's not a whole hell of a lot of team can do for you. <laughs> All right. You ready to move on, buddy? Yeah. To 165, my 165. new favorite wrestler in the country, maybe, Keegan O'Toole. Yeah. It's hard oh, to say. He's great my... weight class. Yeah. I... I... I did better than I thought. I picked five of the eight All-Americans. I did not pick Caliendo. I thought Amin was more hurt than he apparently was. So mm-hmm. I did not pick him to AA, and I did not pick Oleniak, or however you say his name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, yeah, the dude's tough. Uh, I did have Caliendo. I didn't have – I had Kennedy also, but he lost to Amin. Yeah, I thought Amin was probably – I wasn't sure how hurt he was either, but – he had a really good tournament. Um, Kennedy got round of twelve. Uh, no, he got round. He got. He lost before that. He lost to uh, Ramirez, round of sixteen. Yeah, and then Ramirez lost to Griffith. That's how damn good this bracket was. <laughs> and he'll be back, right? Who? Kennedy. Oh yeah, he's only a freshman. Is he a freshman? No, yeah. he's not. Yeah, he is. Dude, he, was set, he sat on the bench for like two years. I know. Because of COVID, he got two redshirt years. No. I still thought he was older than that. Well, he's older, but... I mean, school-wise, he's like a junior, but... COVID even counts for guys that weren't starting that year? Yeah. What a crock of shit, man. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you know, good for Iowa, but... Um, as far as that goes, but it, it sucks that some guys, you know, I always go back to uh, Pletcher and uh, Colin Moore, who didn't get yeah. their senior ye- senior years when they were ranked number one. They only got mm-hmm. three cracks of the tournament, and everyone else gets five. I think Tom yeah. Ryan pointed that out. He's like, so some guys get three and some get five? How's that yeah. fair? Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it also allows a guy like Dayton Fix. Dayton Fix could feasibly take a red shirt next year for the Olympics again. Yeah. And have nine years in college. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy. That's funny. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> he should he should uh he should fake an injury and get ten years. <laughs> do a do a red shirt, a medical red shirt, and anyway, I'm just being stupid. <laughs> Um, but yeah, 165, man, loaded weight class. And mm-hmm. David David Carr did a hell of a job to make the finals, beating um, Austin Yance tough. And yeah. um, Shane Rip. Griffith, obviously very good national champ who might come back next year. We don't know yet. Um, and then Monday, that was a great semifinal. Mm-hmm. So what else do you got to say about 165, buddy? Man, uh, it looks like a lot of them are coming back next year. Um, but yeah, Keegan, like, really wasn't a close match in the finals with Carr. I know, right? Yeah, that was kind of yeah. a surprise. Uh, I mean, that 
totally surprising because Keegan's awesome, but you know, so is David Carr. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, da- David's you know, watching awesome. The, watching the previous two matches, you know, uh, Carr just couldn't do anything against him in this one. Yeah. Um, you know, David Carr is, you know, another one of those guys that I love. He talks about God more than he does his own wrestling ability. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't, you know, not to take anything away from Keegan because Keegan went to the lab as he calls it. And, and, uh, and man, talk about making adjustments. Um, because that first match, I think I said it before, I, I didn't, I was like, man, I don't think Keegan can ever beat Carr. I think is what I. I think those may have been what my words, um, mm-hmm. and I could not have been more wrong about that. I mean, he just completely went back to the lab and uh, and made some great adjustments. And again, not to take anything away from. I don't think I finished this point. Um, not to take anything away from Keegan at all, but um, David Carr did not look his best in that final. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes that just happened. Happens, you know. Some I don't know. But he, uh, you know, certainly did a great job to make the finals, and he'll be back next year and uh, be another. Yeah. It'll be great again, and probably be even better next year. As as crazy as that sounds, I mean, Dean Hammond got Dean Hammond got sixth, and we we always talk about how good he is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens next year, and it's going to be a fun summer, dude. And there's one sixty three is going to be. I mean, Kyle Dake will be the the guy, you know. Yeah. He's other, he's, you know, obviously four-time world champion. Um, and one of the best to ever freaking do it, Kyle Dake. Um, so it's going to be tough for those guys to, to knock him off, but it'll be a fun summer. That's always a great weight class. And the United States historically has always been good at 163. Um, but yeah, good for Keegan O'Toole. I'm a huge fan. I always was, but uh, I am Keegan O'Toole. He's got a chance to be a four-timer. Yeah. Yeah. Good on old Keegan. And his dad, man, if you see the documentary, you're like, dude, he looks like an older version of Keegan. I mean, just the spit, oh, yeah. just a spitting image of his daddy. <laughs> um, and I also took a little bit of solace in the fact that my boy Micah can be a lot to handle at times. And they said that about Keegan. And it just made me feel better because sometimes I'm like, there's something wrong with my son. <laughs> like, I love him so much, dude. But there are times I'm just like, man, I don't have the energy for this child right now. <laughs> oh, God love him. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before we move on to 174? Nah, I think we're good on that. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to say about 174? I'll let you start. 74. I got seven rights. Um, I got six right. Not a lot of surprises in 74, really, except Nelson Brands, I think. Um, I was surprised that he plays fifth, and that was pretty awesome. Uh, He knocked off Ethan Smith in the second round. That helped. Um, uh, Chris Foca had a nice tournament, I thought. Um... He beat Makai Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, not in this. He beat him for third, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, overall, it wasn't a surprising weight class. Um, Strachi pin Labriola. 
And then, uh, yeah, no really big upsets or anything, though. Starachi is another guy that, um, you know, we've both been fairly critical of some of the things he says sometimes, but I think he's, I think he's growing. Jeez. I'll mute it. Stupid dogs. Um, I think Starachi is growing a little bit in some of the things he says after interviews. So good for him on that. Um, and what a tough Jim Gibbons says it all the time. The most competitive guy he's seen in 40 years of wrestling. Um, in the last 40 years, I think is what he said. And just a tough dude to beat. I, if he wants to win five, I think he will. Um, and that would be cool from a historical standpoint. If he, if he did end up winning five, um, I think he's the type of guy that would love to be the only five timer. I've seen him say in interviews before that he doesn't care about that. Yeah, um, right. But that may have just been him talking, talking smack. Uh, but yeah, if he wants to win five, I certainly think he can and probably will. Um, I mean, that dude is just so hard to beat. I mean, mm -hmm. sc scoring more points than he scores is, uh, especially in folk style against these other guys, is just not something I did not. I did not have the feeling that Labriola was going to knock him off. I like Mikey Labriola, but I did not. I didn't think that was going to go any other way. Yeah. And the other thing that stood out to me, um, one, is that Brands did get fifth, which I thought was awesome for him. And I also think from the interview that I saw that he's going to come back next year. I hope so. Yeah. There's some speculation that he won't because he's getting married or something like that. But um, I don't know. Maybe that tournament lit a fire under his ass. He had some good offense going on. Yeah. Really kind of a knock that the Iowa fans had on him. Uh, well, in the interview, he said, or? in the interview, he said, uh, He's got to get better on bottom, and there's no reason for him to say that unless he's coming back next year. Yeah, good point. Yeah, what else would he get better on bottom for if he's yeah. not going to wrestle? Um, so, man, if I was him, and I'm sure him and his dad have these kind of conversations, so it's not like I'm the you know, bearer of this light, but if I was Nelson Brands, I would go to my dad and be like, I want to be a national champion. Show me. <laughs> I will do anything you tell me to do. And Terry yeah. would just be like, eh. yeah. <laughs> and Elton got in a bad uh, motorcycle accident before the season started. Yeah. And yeah. I, uh, he was out for, he came back in January. Yeah. It was cool to see him come back from that. Yeah. And, and, you know, knock his offense all you want, but he, he's, so tough positionally and you know was one point match with labriola and starachi mm -hmm. um so again i wouldn't pick anyone to knock carter off but you know maybe it would have to be somebody like brands who just yeah. keeps him keeps him from scoring a lot of points um how would you see a match say uh say keegan o'toole bumps up to 174 not this coming year but the following year they're both seniors keegan versus starachi well, looking at Keegan, he is, he, I don't even think he's a big 65 pounder. Um, so I did, did, aren't you the one that said that he was going to move up to 74? Yeah. Ben Askren was talking about it. Yeah. Not this I mean, year because they have Peyton Mako coming back, but the following year. Well, from a, 
I would love to see it, obviously, as a fan. And especially after watching that documentary, the flow thing, um, mm -hmm. I think if Keegan O'Toole puts his mind to it and has enough time to do it, he can beat anybody he puts his mind to. Mm -hmm. Anyone. Um, but I just, he just doesn't seem big enough to me. Um, he does. Yeah, I mean, this would be like two years from now anyway, so. Yeah, but a lot of guys don't grow in college. Sometimes they do. I, I did. Mean, Bernie Truax. <laughs> Bernie Truax did. He was like a 41 pounder when he started. And, um, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, as a fan, I would love to see it if they wanted to, you know, if they wanted to do that. Um, who knows? I think Keegan decides what weight he's going to go. So yeah, uh, we'll see. But yeah, from a fan standpoint, I think if Keegan puts his mind to it, he could beat anybody. But, and another thing that stood out to me about 174 was just how freaking tough Makai Lewis is. Mm -hmm. I mean, the guy jammed his finger as bad as he did and he's oh, just yeah. trying, to, trying to pull it out the whole time. And I remember the year he didn't place when he had to medical forfeit out how hurt he was and how he was just trying to gut his way through it. And I think he mm -hmm. did. He got through that match, but he had like one arm and he was about to start crying in the match. Yeah. He just, he's just a tough dude. It, it sucks that he, um, I would have loved to see him and Starachi have the same kind of match they did last year, but mm -hmm. great career for him. Back. Huh? I think he's got another year if he wants it. Lewis. Yeah. Well, you might be right. I hope he does. I would love to see him healthy. He always he's like the walking wounded at the NCAA tournament, it seems <laughs> like every year. But he's my sentimental favorite. Um, one of my sentimental favorites for the whole tournament. I just I just mm -hmm. like Makai Lewis a lot. Tough as nails. Um, we are definitely running long, but it's our last podcast yeah. for a while. And, you know, the NCAA, NCAA tournament only comes once a year. So let's just keep on going, brother. Yeah. You ready to move on to 184? Yeah, let's move on. 184. Yeah, 174. I got all. I didn't pick brands. I don't know why. I think again, I was rushing through these because I think I, I didn't. Would. I thought he was going to lose to Ethan Smith. In the blood round? No, in the second round. And then mm -hmm. I had him losing. Anyway, he doesn't matter. I don't he remember. He placed uh, good on Nelson. I hope he comes back and does well next year, and I think he will. Yeah. Um, Me too. Give Gabe Arnold a shot to redshirt and get better. Yeah. Well, according to Gabe Arnold, he's going to win NCAAs next year and beat Carter Sirachi, which I like Gabe Arnold, but that is not going to happen. You don't know. Yeah. He might be training with his cousin. Yeah. I mean, I it's it's not my place to say he's not going to, but um, but I'm going to say it anyway. He's not going to. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see it happening right now. Yeah. Um, okay, 184. 84. Aaron, Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks, you start, Kurt. I feel like I've been talking too much. Aaron Brooks, man. Uh, yeah, Keck hasn't really had nothing for him either. It's kind of a surprise. Um, were you after what seeing what he did to him at the All Star duel? Were you surprised? Yeah, I mean, that's early in the season. I I thought, you know, after seeing he's beating him, Romero gave Romero gave Brooks a better match than Kekaisen, I think. I, you know, I thought Kekaisen would give him a better match, but he didn't. 
Yeah, styles styles make matches though, and I, I yeah, I, that's kind of how I saw it going is the way it did. Um, I was probably least excited for seventy four and eighty four. I was pretty not excited about as far as the finals go. They went about how I expected them to. I didn't yeah. expect I didn't expect Labriola to get stuck, but um, I mean, yeah, I didn't think Heckeisen was gonna win by any means, but you know, at least put up a decent match but yeah. really wasn't that close yeah um aaron brooks is uh you know i i'm trying to get closer to god and be a better christian all the time you know it's something i've really put emphasis on in my life this last year and i i it sounds weird to say I look up to a 23, 24 year old kid the way I do, but I look up to Aaron Brooks a lot as far mm-hmm. as he doesn't take any credit for how good he is. He gives it all to Jesus. And I think that's great of him. And I've heard about him last year. I think it was like praying over some homeless guy, like right after he won his NCAA title, he walked outside and there's some homeless guy, gave him some money and prayed over him and, and he gives just even more than David Carr gives it all to God. And I, mm-hmm. I, I just think he's an exemplary uh, young dude. And, and what a great freaking wrestler, man. I, he's one yeah. of those guys that I'm just like, how does anyone beat this guy? How did Coleman beat him? Like good on uh-huh. Cole, good on Coleman that, and, and Amin and anybody who's ever beaten Aaron Brooks. Good for you. I mean, shit, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anything else you want to say about that? No. He. Uh, yeah. He's. He's great. Um, I'm curious to see if he goes to 197 next year. I heard some people say that he might, but I don't know. I don't know why he would. <clears throat> but I mean, I guess Penn State needs someone at 197. So 184. Does Does Gabe Dean have another year if he wants it? Gabe Dean? No, he graduated a long time ago. You know what I mean. Max Dean. No, Max is done. He's uh, getting AARP and all that stuff now. Uh, <laughs> my my wife was like, I didn't know guys lost their hair that young. I'm like, yeah, they, they do. He's not that young. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I really did think he had another year left, and they made it sound like if he wanted it, he, had, he did have another one. No, he was – dude, he was in the same – he was in the same recruiting class as the Valencias, I think. Okay. I All could right. be wrong. I think you are. Let's see. I think if Max Dean wants it, he's got another year. But I, I don't think he wants it. He's in the 2016 recruiting class. Okay. With uh, Mark Hall and Siriano. All right. So I don't think he does. Okay. Well, he was crying like he didn't have another year left. Um, but yeah, and I don't mean that. In a, I'm not trying to knock the guy. It's it's a hard thing to know your career's over. Yeah, I saw his grandkids consoling him in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole! Um, but yeah, great career for him. Good for him. Um, you know, he had a good career. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, and good for Caleb Romero getting third. Yeah, beating Hydley. Yeah, tough weight class. And, and Aaron Brooks said something about um, cutting weight. 
So maybe 184 was a hard pull for him. So I could see him yeah. going up to 97, maybe. What about Will Feldkamp? I'd had no idea who that guy was until I saw his <laughs> until I saw his interview, and then I'm like, all right, well, good for you, buddy. Yeah, he pinned a couple people, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't. I I had heard the name before, but I don't think I had him going anywhere near the uh, blood round. Even have I ever told you I pinned in the state finals? Did I mention that? Ever yeah, heard? and you needed the team points, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't know if I'd ever mentioned that. So. I was the only person in 6A that year to pin in the finals. <clears throat> it, may have, it may have been overtime. I don't remember. But it, it happened. Uh, so is there anything else you want to say about 184, buddy? Uh, not really. What did Munoz place? Was he fifth? Did he beat Coleman? No, he got sixth. He had to medically forfeit out. Okay. All right. Well, I picked six of the eight there also, and then yeah, uh, you. And if you if you're ready to move on to one ninety seven, I, I guess I am, even though I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. How many did you get right here? Well, I got six of the eight All Americans, <clears throat> but one of the people I picked to not All American, and I had to just be rushing like crazy through this bracket because I didn't pick Nino Bonacorsi to place. Well, you had him losing to Allred, right? I think it was Allred or Dean. I think I actually picked I Dean. Allred. Well, no, I picked Dean. Oh, no, cause... yeah, because you had Dean beating Allred. I had Dean making it all the way to the finals. Oh yeah, yeah. So and you I thought had he was you know, losing to Dean. I thought he was going to lose to Rocky Elam, and then um, I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't even fill out my backside of the uh, one night. Yeah, he would have lost if Dean would have beat Allred and Dean beat Nino. He might not have placed. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I, um, I think that's kind of what I saw happening. And I hadn't, you know, I know he made the finals one year, so I know he's obviously very good. And he was. I would have been Nino versus Warner in the blood round if that had happened. Yeah, well, whatever I picked, I did not pick. Um, I did not pick Bonacorsi, and I'm a little embarrassed that I didn't even pick him to place. But whatever, it happens. Uh, what would you like to say about 197, Curtis? 97. As crazy as it is, I got seven correct. Um, I think the only guy I missed, Michael Beard did not place, which was kind of a surprise. Yeah, sure was. Who did he lose to? Oh, he lost to Bronicle. Bronicle's tough, but I don't know. I thought Beard would have beaten him. Beard was one of the guys that I thought Mike could win the whole damn thing. Yeah. And then he lost to Truax. Yeah. It was really tough. Yeah. Yeah, what an awesome weight class, man. Uh, yeah. It was cool to see Tanner Sloan make the finals. You know, he's an Iowa kid who wasn't, like, highly ranked out of high school um, and just kind of came out of nowhere. And I definitely didn't see him making the finals, but beat Rocky Elam. Uh, yeah, what a great bracket, man. I think yeah. all the matches were pretty close. Um, you know, who all's coming back there? I think they're all coming back besides Dean, right? Let me see. Now, Nino's gone, he was a senior. That's right. Uh, Sloan will be back, Elon's back, Truax is back, Warner's gone, Laird's gone, 
Dean's gone. Cardenas is back. Uh, Bronigal, Allred, Beard, Jackson Smith, they'll all be back. Plus, Stephen Buchanan's going to be back. AJ Ferrari's going to be at Iowa. Wow. So that's definitely brother. happening? I don't know. His brother committed yesterday. So it might be. Yeah. I'd be fine with the younger brother, Angelo, because he doesn't seem like a total dipshit yet. But uh, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Well, you know, I was proven that they can take people who don't always make the best decisions and they can turn them around. Yeah, um, except for Pat Downey. Yeah. That didn't work out. <laughs> Dude, that might have been the funniest thing we've said on this podcast so far was I was like, is Dean going to continue to, or is uh, daddy going to continue to fight? And you're like, what else is he going to do? Business? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk about a million dollar body and a five cent head. Pat, <laughs> Pat Downey might be the guy. Um, yeah. So yeah. Great bracket. I was, I thought I picked Elam to win it. He got third and yeah. uh, he would be one of my, picks next year to win it i like rocky elam a lot he's another Elam's guy that, gonna have a tough lineup next year man yeah yeah they are um and i've never been a team guy but maybe missouri needs to become my team because um keegan o'toole is one of my favorites and uh, i'm from kansas city and it's in kansas city next year i plan to at least go to the finals next year if not the whole tournament but probably just the finals um I think I'll go to Kansas City and watch it on my brother's huge TV and then watch the go down and, and watch the finals. That's my plan. And I would love it if you could come with me, buddy. So I'll start try, saving now. Yeah, let's try to plan that in advance. That'd be great. Yeah. My buddy went to the finals with his dad in Tulsa, my old art teacher. Donald Trump made it. How cool yeah. is that? How cool is that? Uh, um, with the, he took a picture with Gable. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Gable Stevenson or Dan Gable? Dan Gable. Nice. Uh, so that's cool. I also heard that Gable Stevenson is going to wrestle freestyle, and I hope that's true. I heard that too, yeah. I would have loved to for him to have wrestled this year. I, I'm not saying I would pick Mason Paris to beat him, but Mason Paris looked freaking great this year. And if we're done talking about 97, we can move on to Yeah, let's move up to 285. I was surprised. Excuse me, my ear itches. I was surprised that Allred didn't even place. Yeah. Um, as good as he looked at Big Tens and as good as he finished the year, um, the run he had, I was surprised he didn't place, but tough weight class. So, And we got to mention your boy Warner. Um, yeah. Good for him getting fifth after the season that he had. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody picked him to lose three-fourths of the matches that he lost. I mean, he was a favorite in almost all of them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he did not have a good season by his own admission and, you know, the standard he had set from last year. But that dude shows up at NCAAs, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so great for him to uh, get fifth and beat some of the guys he beat. He beat Allred. He beat – who else he did he Blair beat? pretty good, too, yeah, in that fifth-place match. Yeah. and Yeah, Laird is really good. And, and uh, I feel like we're skipping over Nino – we're not really talking about him, but good for him. First, yeah, Pinston. Nino's great, man. Yeah, and he he reminds me of Rocky Balboa. <laughs> you know, yeah. every time I see him, I'm like, hey, Nino. You know, he kind of yeah. looks like like 
like the first Rocky when he was kind of a dirt head with that hair yeah. and, you know, just, he's got a great accent and his dad's got a kick-ass mullet. And, uh, yeah, he was talking about his dad in an interview I saw. It was really cool. Yeah. It made me like him a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't pick him to at least place, but good for him. What yeah. a great story. First pit champion since, uh, his coach Keith Gavin back in the day. Yeah. I have a, I have a shirt somewhere with Keith Gavin's signature on it. Oh, cool. Yeah. The year that, that they uh, canceled the Olympics or tried to, I uh, got this shirt and I, did the Ohio RTC thing and he was one of their one of their athletes and he signed it and some other studs signed it Reese Humphreys and some other guys um so yeah great bracket um sorry that I I did pick six of the eight all-americans but I just yeah. can't can't believe I didn't pick Nino to place sorry Nino I love you buddy I know you're watching right now and pissed off at me but um uh, moving on to heavyweight I got seven of the eight all-americans no me too. I got I think, did I get all eight? I did get all eight. Yeah? Yeah. Heavyweight. I did it up, man. Yeah, I think uh, the one I missed was Hilger. So I had Skyler from Iowa State. Yeah. No, I picked Hilger because he shows up at the tournament too, man. He just, yeah. uh, he's, a, I believe, a four-time All-American. So gaining all that weight didn't get him any higher on the podium, but at least he placed. Good for yeah. Him. Dude, Hendrickson was awesome. Yeah, he sure was. He, he scored more points than two of the finalists. Yeah. Or two, two champions. Pin Cassiope for third. Um, yeah. yeah and, and, and if he could have got off the bottom with Kirk Fleet, which, man, do, do they ever let – I like Greg for Kirk Fleet a lot. I think he's a great wrestler and seems to have a great personality, but – I think that guy gets away with stalling on top more than anyone in the country. I mean, he'll do that double arm bar and he's just like, yeah. I'm just going to sit here until you call me and you're never going to, then I'm just going to keep doing it. You know, like yep. good on him. That's exactly what I'd do if they didn't call me for it. But um, yeah. So yeah, to, to reiterate your point, um, Hendrickson, good for him, man. He's got another yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah, just a pin and machine. And if he could have gotten off the bottom with Kurt Fleet, um, mm -hmm. him in Paris, I would love to see him in Paris go at it. Paris beat him pretty good earlier in the season. Like oh, 12 did he? Five. Yeah. Okay. But that was earlier in the season. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got yeah, a lot. Anderson of was uh, maybe the surprise of the tournament, even though he was the two seed. Um, I mean, he looked damn good. He had three pins, which is the most out of anyone. And. Uh, so did he win the Gorion Award, or however you say that? Gorion? I would imagine so, yeah. He had to have if he got three pins and no one yeah, else Yeah, he had did. more pins than anyone else and scored more points than two champions. Yeah. <laughs> Air and, Force ended up placing, like, number 18 or something like that. And, Ma and Mason Paris, he beat Kirk Fleet worse every time they wrestled, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Paris is going to win the Hodge. Yeah, I mean, he has to, right? I would think so, yeah. I mean, how many guys finished undefeated this year? Um, Paris, Nino. Starachi. Starachi. Starachi, Nino, and Paris. But Starachi didn't, Starachi didn't score a ton of points. Yeah. Um, so it would have to be either Starachi or Paris because Starachi is a three-timer now. But, yeah, if, if, you, if you're going on domination and – 
even strength of schedule. I mean, he beat Cassiope, he beat Kurt Fleet. He beat the crap out of Cassiope in this in the was it the yeah. semis? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good lord, did he tech him? Yeah. Man alive. I mean Yeah. It was yeah. It was bad. Yeah. And Cassiope's the only guy that even got I mean, Kirk Fleet got pretty close, but Paris um Paris almost lost to him in their duel. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so about how we thought it would turn out. I did pick Hendrickson to get, I think, fourth, no fifth. But yeah, for him getting fifth as well. Yeah, that dude's a freaking beast, man. In Newton, Kansas. Yeah. Nice shout out to Newton, Kansas. I'd like to get Jason Hayes on here, the guy that won uh, my my weight class when I was a junior. He's from Newton, Kansas. A lot of oh, stud, yeah. a lot of studs came out of Newton. The Thaw boys were from Newton back in the day. Um, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, Doucette. Yeah. Uh, he went zero and two, I think. Hmm. Um. Who did he lose? Yeah. Oh, he lost. He yeah, he lost to Gordon and lost to Smith from Maryland. So not not bad losses. Yeah. Well, he'll be back next year, hopefully, and uh, yeah. So I'd love to get Benji Doucette on here as well. And I wonder if his boy Cooper is going to wrestle at something I'd like to ask him. And then I think, I guess the last thing we need to talk about is, uh, I think we've talked about everything. Did you have a favorite match of the entire tournament, Kurt? Ooh. Um, man, there was one really good one. It was, uh, let me check. It was Ramirez versus someone. That match with Cole Matthews and, uh, Bartlett was one of the better ones of the whole tournament. Ramirez versus Bronigal in the round of 16 on the loser bracket was really good. It was like 18 to 15 or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's a ton of matches I didn't get to see because I didn't yeah. have access to all the stuff you did. And my ESPN Plus would never work on my TV. I could not, we could not figure it out the entire time. So, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't even. I I had the ESPN Plus on my computer. Well, we signed up for it a long time ago. We've been paying. Sorry to interrupt you. We've been paying for it. We've been paying for it for a while, and I just could not get the damn thing to work at all. Oh, really? So yeah, I missed out on some good matches. But um, we talked about the guys coming back. Iowa's got a great team next year, which is something you care about. Um, It is. Yeah, and obviously, Penn State. be the favorites again yeah maybe cornell's gonna be tough no penn state will be the favorite but i mean if aj ferrari does go to iowa and uh shane griffith uh i think iowa's got a shot do you think shane griffith might go to iowa there's some people saying that just because real woods is there yeah i don't know can he not wrestle for stanford again he kind of mentioned in his interview, I don't know if you saw his interview, he said uh, he wasn't sure if he's going to come back and he wasn't sure if he's going to wrestle for Stanford. I haven't gotten to see his interview yet. I'm going to I'm gonna nerd out on some interviews when we're done here. So um, there's a possibility he, if he does come back, he might transfer. So. Yeah. so I think we've talked about everything we wanted to talk about, except for the team title, which obviously uh, Penn State pulled away pretty pretty hardcore. Um, I think they had seven top three guys 
Yeah, Bartlett Van Ness showed up. Haynes made the finals. Surprising to see three guys lose for Penn State in the finals. Um, just because they've been so good in the finals the last few years. But it was pretty still. awesome, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got uh, I because I predicted the top 10 teams, and I, I think I got nine of the 10. See, I'm not a huge fan of the fans. I something you know, there's obviously so many fans that we don't get to hear from that are probably great, you know, yeah. for, Penn, for Penn State, but some of their fans are so obnoxious that it makes it easy to like root for them against them sometimes. But when you look at Aaron Brooks and you look at how good Starachi is, whether you like his personality or not, which I do think is getting better. Um, and I love Kale Sanderson. I think, think he's he's just a different breed of cat, man, that dude. Um, so I know you hate Penn State in a lot of ways, but as a wrestling fan, you got to appreciate what they've done. I mean, holy shit. Do I? Yeah, you do. Maybe maybe you <laughs> no, don't. I do. I totally do. Yeah, I know. I you hate right. it. But... And Ohio State, great for them. I think I picked them to finish like seventh, and for them to get third the way they did, um, good for them, man. I think they got fourth. They got third. Uh, Cornell they? got third. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, I had Ohio State getting eighth. Cornell's going to have a really good lineup next year. I'm I'm curious to see this Meyer, Meyer Shapiro guy. I've never seen him. Yeah, he's going to be their dude at 49. He sounds like a lawyer. Yeah, he does. Meyer Shapiro, or a gangster. A gangster lawyer. A gangster lawyer, yeah. <laughs> um. So is there anything else you want to talk about, buddy? Can anyone beat PSU next year? Yeah. Who? Iowa? Well, I mean, they could. Drake Ayala wins title at 25. Uh, AJ Ferrari at 97. You know? Yeah, I don't. Real Woods at 41. I don't think Drake Ayala's going to win a title next year. Dude, he could, he man. Pat Glory's gone. He could. Dude, he's beaten Figueroa before. He's beaten D'Agostino. Is D'Agostino uh, back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's 25 not is not that strong next year. Not to knock D'Agostino, you know, I'm sure he's a great dude, but every time I see that guy wrestle, I'm like, how does this guy win so much? He just doesn't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to end it on a negative note. Um, it was a great season. It was great doing this with you. And uh, yeah, it's you fun. Know, we, we, we might do some more podcasts here and there when it comes to wrestling, especially when the freestyle season starts. But there are things that I need to, need to do. Um, so in a way I'm relieved that wrestling is over because it gives me time to focus on some other things that I need to take care of in my life. Oh, um, right. <laughs> but I've, I've really enjoyed uh, doing these with you, buddy. And if there's nothing else you want to say, we'll go ahead and sign off. No, it was a lot of fun, man. Uh, it was a fun season and looking forward to seeing what happens in the off season. And maybe I'll watch more freestyle this year. Yeah. So I'm not saying this is our last one, but it is for the foreseeable uh, near yeah. future. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun doing them with you. And uh, if you're in Vegas, April 10 through 16, it's been scrolling for an hour and a half, but I will be at the Laugh Factory. Uh, so go to laughfactory.com, get some tickets, come see me. Uh, I think we've got 14 shows, which is a lot. Um, so yeah, um, without any further ado, I'm going to kick you off here and sign off and, and tell All these right. people I love them. And uh, that's it. All right. See you, buddy. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
All right, everybody, stop stalling. Episode 18, my bu good buddy, Kurt Fletcher. I love that dude. Great comedian, great person, big wrestling fan. He picked two more All-Americans than I did, which makes me think he's kind of a dick. But other than that, I also think we got through this entire episode without saying the F word. So if you're a kid watching this, I'm glad you were able to finally see one episode without the dreaded F word. It's one of my favorite words, by the way. It's a good one. I hope you guys enjoyed these podcasts. We had a lot of fun doing them and uh, we're not completely done forever by any means, but um, we are for a little while. And uh, as always, go to Making It Happen, M-A-C-A-N, help out little Bo Making It and his family. And if you're, uh, if you've got a kid starting out in wrestling, don't put too much pressure on them winning. Just, uh, just make them fall in love with it and uh, teach them how to do it. I don't know if my kid's going to want to wrestle, but he is going to know how to headlock someone if he has to. And uh, go watch that Keegan 2.0. It was freaking great. And there's so many guys in this sport that I look up to. Um, Aaron Brooks, David Carr, uh, so many guys put God first. And uh, that's a big deal to me and becoming a bigger deal to me all the time. Um, uh, Aaron Brooks, David Carr, Keegan O'Toole, uh, Nino, a lot of guys and their interviews um, brought up God immediately. And I just enjoy that a lot. I like, I think that's, Great thing for a lot of reasons, and uh, without any further ado, God bless all of you, and thanks for tuning in and watching these, and God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye.